Hey there, Dominique Saint-Pierre, you're listening to Go Podcast. Wanted to talk a little bit today about uh, two things that uh, I've uh, I've added to my open source project static backend lately. And I think that if you have uh, any kind of open source project as well in Go or, you know, in general, uh, this might be uh, this might be good for you to have that. The first thing is it's always it's it's always difficult uh, to jump into an open source project and set up the the, the, the development environment. Well, I, I would say I would say this is a major a major thing, uh, even when changing. Uh, jobs or you know taking a new a new contract on an existing code base and whatnot i mean every time that you need to start developing into something that you did not really initiated that might do things differently than you're used to and things like that it's uh it's all you know it's it's always a point of friction so Docker really helped that a long time ago. I mean, it really solved the issues of, you know, to start contributing to this project, you will need X, Y, and Z services. You can have that into a Docker container and you don't really need to install that into your local machine and whatnot. So that really helped. Uh, GitHub went one step further with their GitHub code spaces, I must admit. Um, I, I've seen that, I think it was like one year or one and a half year ago. And to be frank, uh, I was not sure what to think, to, to think about that at that time. And... Uh, for static backend, I decided to to implement, or at least to create uh, a famous uh, devcontainer.json file, which allows someone from GitHub to very quickly open a code editor with everything that they would need to contribute to your project and be up and running, you know, in basically... 30 seconds or you know something like that so it it really remove uh, this last piece of friction of having to understand how you need to set up things how you know what exactly you will need or you know there might be some developers that don't have docker or i i don't know i mean but not only that this so while while setting this GitHub code spaces, I you know I grew to uh, to be to be a fan of it to be frank, and don't get me wrong. I mean uh, I've been I've been running Linux since like forever, and and I'm uh, I'm I'm now on Windows due to accessibility reasons. So you know people that listen to this podcast might know that. I am a blind person, and uh, yeah. So lately, I needed to uh, to get more uh, more accessibility fe- feature that Linux is is not good at, to be frank, at the moment. So things like screen reader and whatnot, it's 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 
very very difficult on Linux. Not you know not impossible, but was not really working for me. Anyways, so suffice to say that after after a couple of you know hours playing with this thing, I decided to to test it. You know I. I first install the GitHub CLI. So, uh, you know, it's uh, <laughs> it might be uh, a little bit uh, shameful, but I did not really use the, their CLI yet. And now, you know, wow, the, yeah, the, the, well, I, I am I am a huge CLI person, so I've again returning to my uh, visual disabilities to me it's very easier to uh, to do things on the command line than than using uh, using any kind of GUI so and uh, I, I I don't I don't know I don't know exactly why I was not using their CLI uh, to be completely frank I uh, I'm not sure I, I I have seen much people using that or talked about it so i on, until until the, the the code spaces uh you know from one year ago so anyways so suffice to say that now i installed the cli and after creating a simple dev container.json so dev container.json is just a file that tells code spaces what you will need on a vm for your project to run, you know, correctly. Do you do you need do you need a specific version of Go? Do you need any kind of node version? Do you need to install anything? Do you need Python? What you know, whatever. Do you need uh, some containers? Because there there's uh, by default there's Docker installed there and, and things like that. So static backend is a backend API that tries to offer the common building block that uh, a, a, a typical web application uh, needs. For instance, user management, authentication, the database CRUD and query operation, WebSocket, everything that is common to most web application. So I, I was tired of rewriting those things over and over again on all the SaaS that I built. So in 2019, I decided to create a backend API that I would be able to reuse and build other projects on top of that. So this is basically what it is, and it's it, you know it it handles uh, Postgres, MongoDB, and now SQLite as well. There's an in-memory data provider as well. So. It's used, you know. There, there's a there's a pub sub mechanism, a way to publish and subscribe to to topic, to build uh, event based, uh, you know, workflow and whatnot. So it, it's using Redis for that. So the code space, the code spaces, uh, just automatically open those those uh, or or create those three containers, if you will. Uh, via a Docker Compose, so it will it will make sure that the developer have Postgres, Mongo, and Redis ready to go, and you know without without them having to do anything. So as soon as this thing opens, everything everything is there. They they could they could basically make tests 
and be able to run the test because that that's something else it's it might not be everyone that have make ever available and I, I you know I'm a, I'm a huge user of make I, I do I do all my things in go at least uh, in make um, but what this open source project made me realize is that you know it's it's not it's not everyone that is using Linux and is using the terminal and is using make even though even though they they are go uh, developers and whatnot so um, so yes I think github spaces uh, code spaces pardon me is is great for that it's great for removing this first point of friction because when you are starting uh, to want to contribute on something you want to run the test you want to play with the code and run the test and 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 just don't really care about how to set up the development environment it's not it's not really what you want to do uh especially especially if you are if you are you know using using this thing let's say let's say it's a library you you want to to fix a bug or implement a, a new feature you you don't you don't really want to learn how to specifically set up this for development you, you just you just want to fix to fix that and push uh, and push a pr so this the github cli allows you to connect via ssh to uh to to this uh, this instance so what i want so uh, yeah th there, there's two things to that first everything that i've said that it's easier for contributors to just get started so that that i i understood that from you know the code spaces point of view while setting everything myself i realized that even for me and you know yeah <laughs> even for me this thing is very appealing so let me let me explain that a little bit so what i discover is that i could easily create uh code spaces inside a branch for example and you know this thing is completely isolated very very quick to uh to be up i can ssh into that into the, this vm and i also have a a public url to uh so you you can you can have a, a port forward forwarding to your uh, to your uh, your go server for example and you and you have a public url that you can uh, you know you can query to test a couple of things so you know, not uh, not every 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 of those things you can do that uh, easily on your machine. But having re having switched uh, development machi machine recently, I I kind of saw the the benefits of me. Let's say, well, I'm I'm a huge road trip person with 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 my with my family, my wife. And I could see myself having a super cheap, uh, you know, a, a super cheap compute computer without anything on it. You you know you you just need basically a, a terminal and and a code editor and and you could you know you could leverage or fix a bug while you are in vacation without having to. Uh, I don't I don't know. I mean, it's 
it's good. It's good enough that and and the you know GitHub is offering uh, 120 hours per uh, per month, which is you know for one project at the moment for me is more more than enough. Um, I'm not using that. Uh, you know, every day. I'm, I'm, I'm using that, to be frank, to run my test, uh, especially now that I'm on Windows. So with, with WSL, Docker is just a pain. I mean, I tried uh, Podman as well, and it worked for a couple of weeks. Now it's not working anymore. I don't know. I mean, I... <laughs> I I miss I really miss my uh, my Debian, Debian Linux to be uh, to be completely frank but um, yeah I mean GitHub Code Spaces is very appealing for me and you know I'm I'm not I'm I'm not feeling bad to say that at all it's it's just a good product it's a great thing it, they are uh, they really they they did that really correctly in my opinion coupled with the CLI it's cool so you can you know you can create uh, you can create this this vm you can stop it delete it from the command line it's just it's just quick and and great so that's enough about that so the the second thing is is really the golang ci dash lint uh, linters so it's um it's something that you can add to your GitHub action, uh, and it will it will lint your project with multiple linters. And like I was saying, Static Backend is a is a twenty nineteen code base. And to be completely frank, I I've never really ran any linter or linters. Uh, and even even the one that I do have uh, with with the VS Code and the Go extension. Um, you know, sometimes sometimes it's hard for me to notice what what the code editor is trying to uh, to tell me. Uh, might be different for you, of course. Uh, this is again related to my visual disabilities. But sometimes, you know, for all the printf and and things like that, when you are not using the right, let's say you're using a percentage d for a string, then your code editor is normally, you know showing you that and uh it's hard for me it's not it's not working for me so but other than that uh, more interestingly i think having this linters on on the github action now runs every time that a contributors or uh, you know uh, create a pull request and whatnot so it will it will ensure the code quality of the project i think a, a great uh, a great deal and I, you know, it, it made me notice that I was doing things that were not really idiomatic, but in my head, because I was doing them since almost 10 years now. I mean, they were, they were just, it was just, you know, the norm in my opinion. But I, I changed a couple of things, you know, things like checking for a string uh, into another string. I was not using the string that contains, I was using the strings that index. I don't know why. I mean, it was just like that. Um, another example is, you know, a boolean check in in, a, in an if condition. Uh, if I were uh, checking for false, I was not using the uh, the exclamation point, so I was not using if not 
XYZ, I was using if XYZ equal equal false. To me, again, removing symbols help with, with my readability. So it's probably not, you know, common for, uh, for, for the majority of Go developers. So, I mean, <clears throat> I'm changing those things. And I, I really like that. To be frank, uh, static backend is at, is at a point now where it's not really about adding multiple features, but more like making the documentation and, and the code uh, quality as high as possible and making it easier to to get uh, to get started with with this. So. Uh, so yes, I encourage you to uh, to check that if you uh, the the code spaces and this uh, this linters for uh, GitHub Actions. I mean, uh, if you want to if you want to check uh, static backend as well, if you want to give any feedback, it would be uh, it would be extremely appreciated. I'm always looking for contributors. Uh, it's a good good time. Um, to, to join the version 1.5 is about to to be released very soon and if you want to uh, to see the uh, the github actions then you you know you can go to github.com slash static backend hq slash core and you can check the that github workflows directory there um, so yes again take care